We recorded this episode of the news on February 24th. That's right, a Thursday night. We had a special Thursday night episode with Exhibit A Brewing. We hope you enjoyed it. We will be back next Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern with Harmony Brewing. Don't forget to like us on all of our social medias. That's Better On Draft on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and now TikTok, Better On Draft. You can find out what we were drinking by friending us on Untapped. Bod Podcast is our name. And you can listen to us live 7 p.m. Eastern Fridays at betterondraft.tv. Facebook.com forward slash better on draft and twitch.tv forward slash bod podcast. Thank you to our sponsors, the Tuna Liquor in Rochester Hills, just south of M59 on Rochester Road, North Center Brewing over in Northville, Michigan, just south of Baseline Road on North Center Street. We appreciate both of them. You can get everything you need for your parties to go beer from the brewery and, of course, liquor, wine, and beer from Zatuna Liquor. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. We hope to see you in the next one. Welcome, everybody, to the news segment. This is February 24th, so we're recording it on a Thursday. My name is Ken. Thank you so much for joining us. It's actually been a couple weeks since we have done the news, so we've got a lot of news to talk about. Uh, but first, let's see if this button works, because uh, I have a button, and the button does music things. Oh, jeez. And the, but- the button didn't work. Um <laughs> Apparently, I messed with all my uh, my stream deck buttons, and uh, nothing seems to work. But don't worry, because I have a uh, – hopefully. <laughs> I, you know, I'm terrible at this. Let's go around real quick. What's everyone drinking? Nick? I am drinking the Exhibit A briefcase porter. It's almost done. And the Goody Two Shoes, Coast Style from Exhibit A. That's almost gone. Too. If I run out, I'm probably going to have to hit this bottle of DCD Poonski vodka pretty, pretty hard here in a minute. I'm hoping I don't have to. Wendy, what about you? I've switched to um, a homebrewer um, from our area. My beer fairy passed it out. And man, this thing is amazing. It's called Down with the Thickness. Um, <laughs> above, hang on. I wrote it down and I don't know what I did with it. 19 above, I think it's called. Ryan Pappas. Man, this guy is amazing. I don't know how a brewery hasn't snatched him up yet. And I very rarely will say that about a home brewery. Rob, what do you got? Uh, right now, I cracked open the Cat's Meow from Exhibit A. And then I have uh, this little dark beer that's sitting here in um, what has now come right back to being my favorite glass since my other favorite glass is shattered uh so i am finishing the dark amber from well-being i grabbed a hoppy amber from brooklyn and then another heineken double o uh to finish out the evening but as always with segment two here is robert with the beer news Uh, what'd you drink there, Rob? Is that on time? Uh, uh, yeah, you were, you were on time. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, that is, uh, from Prairie Artisan Ales. It is the exclusive bottle that is being sold at Metropolitan Variety Store, uh, in Detroit. It is the Metropolitan, which is a barrel-aged imperial stout with black walnut, marshmallow flavoring, and vanilla. Uh, clocks in at a rather paltry 13.4 percent you gotta work tomorrow dude (laughs) yeah and all right (laughs) i mean your body your choice 
What's worse? Tell, tell that to Texas, but anyway. <laughs> uh, so we've got some news articles to go through tonight. Uh, I am going to start with Wendy here. Wendy, what do you want to talk about tonight? Oh, my gosh. I have um, kind of just a cheesy news story. Hang on one second. I got to find my notes. Um, I found on Eat This, Not That, a um, article, which is the 10 best beers to leave 10 beers to leave on the grocery store shelf. And normally I don't pay attention to stuff like that, but honestly, sometimes I want to try all these beers to see if they're really as bad as they say they are. So <laughs> like, I mean, Bud Light Colorado. Yeah. We're, impre- I'm going to leave that one on the shelf. Um, but they also talk about um, tech take titanium. Have you ever, have you guys ever had that? I really just want to know if you guys have ever had any of these beers. Uh, Tecate? It's been a long time since I've had a Tecate. Yeah, same here. Yeah, so, I, I feel like the last time I had one was probably at like a random Mexican restaurant. They actually mentioned that um, the production discontinued last year, but they're still finding them on the shelf, which is a little telling. I, I remember there was a... Um, a local beer store. We we had Spencer on from Dragon Mead, and he was telling us that he found a Dragon Mead beer still on a shelf of a store that was four or five years old, and he wound up buying it all and throwing it in the dumpster in the back of the store. <laughs> what? I don't blame him. I mean, that's well. Remember what happened at the beginning of the pandemic when I found all those Axel cans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were those are big boys too. So they weren't even making sixteen ounce cans like after the first year of distribution. So, yeah, it is some of these places do not check the uh, beer labels, and when I see that, and it's not like a a Goose Island, you know, like a Bourbon County, um, you know, where they might have snuck it, you know, hit it for a few years. Uh, if I see a place that doesn't that has like beer that's that old, I literally will stop shopping there and go shop somewhere else. So I actually found a beer from Ascension just a few months ago and I was so excited to try this beer and I got it home and was like, yeah, that's definitely past its prime. So I totally get that. Like, Well, there was, I, I gave a can of focal banger to our editor in chief. Cause again, uh, as we were kind of talking about it at the end of episode 281, like I bought a bunch, uh, not a bunch, but a decent amount of um, Alchemist beer. And then I had to go sober so I couldn't drink it. And I wasn't seeing anyone because I wasn't going out to the bars or breweries or anything. So uh, it aged out a little bit. And he said he had to dump it. He said like, and, wow. and, and, and we're talking only like three months, four months um, for that beer. And he said it was that bad. And I'm like, ooh, I do not. I like, I, I get it. Fresh IPAs, yeah, I, I get it, but I, I just can't drink that fast. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's only one that's on this list that I've, I know I've had, that being the Sierra Nevada Bigfoot barley wine, because I've, I'm always a, a huge barley wine fan. Um, I actually got. Uh, a, a package today from from a brand, my friend, shout out to Matt Goodrich, uh, out in Anaheim, who sent me a couple bottles of Bottle Logic uh, Intrepid Orchid, which is a vanilla barley wine. 
Um, and just anything barley wine, I go for just as Ken goes for alts. And I, I will say that, you know, for being a barley wine, it just it, it didn't hit like like many of the ones that I've had before. So I in a way I get it being on the list. I, I'm kind of I'm kind of a little bummed that you know somebody here would actually come up with a list of the ten worst beers. Just kind of well, it's it's it feels ten, like a slap. It's the ten worst beers, um, and it's all based on like caloric intake versus alternatives. So it's not like worst beers taste wise. Okay. Yeah, so if you look at some of them, like it talks about the fact that Sam Adams Light is only 50, 50 calories less than Sam Adams Boston Lager. So is that really necessary to get the light? Um, the barley wine, the only thing that they had bad to say about it is that it was a 9.6%, which is, seems kind of light in my opinion, but <laughs> for a barley wine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um so they were like, their thing was, you know, if you're going to get a six pack, share it with your friends. Um, the one that I found really funny, though, was this Cave Creek chili beer. Because they mentioned that there is a chili pepper in each beer. And that according to Punch, I think it was Punch Drink or Punch Beer. Uh, it's the worst beer you'll ever try. Has They've run articles on it multiple times. Apparently, that's the only one they really talked bad about. Everything else, it really had to do with calories. I mean, I've had four loco, so I I <laughs> don't know what could be worse, <laughs> right? Yeah. So there, there's like they're talking about like Bud Light Limeritas and how a Limerita in an eight ounce can is two hundred twenty calories. Like, if if you're you're slamming a sixer of Bud Light Limeritas. Uh, you're you're getting in thirteen hundred calories for the day. That's a decent amount. That's so, a decent amount. There's a lot of car- that yeah. probably is a lot of. I well, mean, I, know, I, I can't tell you how many car- times some of the nights after the show where I count my calories and I base it off of like you know is it a regular beer or a you know a beer with adjuncts like a sweet beer like a milkshake stout or something and mm-hmm. the amount of times where I've counted the calories and I'm like oh no I should just stuck with liquor. <laughs> well, and I'll tell you, I've had the Brooklyn Brewery Black Chocolate Sour, and that shit's delicious. That is, that really is. I'm not complaining, and I like the Parajac. So, yeah, now that I understand the list, because uh, I I was thinking when they were saying like the worst beers, like it just were were bad beers. But if it's just talking about you know caloric contents and just the fact that you know these are these are the beers that create beer guts. That uh, whatever, um, they're they're good beers. <laughs> I, I, I guess. So, and real quick before we move on to the next story, I do want to point out that the beer I'm drinking is from 19 Normal. I did find my notes, and it really is delicious. So thanks, Ryan. Uh, Nick, what did you want to talk about today? Not a very big article, um, but I thought it was something pretty neat. Um, we've seen breweries and even like just nonprofits, you know, try to raise, you know, you, know, you do the can drives, you, you donate five cans of food and you get a free ticket to an event or free food, you know, voucher for food, things like that. Well, the nonprofit, the New York blood center actually hosted 
an event at Tradewinds Brewery. This is in New York State, where if you donated blood, you got yourself a free pint of beer as part of your donation mm. um, of donating blood. Now, normally, uh, I don't know how I've never done. Now, first and foremost, I never donated blood in my life. Maybe I should, but I haven't done it. Not sure how well I would feel after donating blood if I would be up for feeling like I'm up for a beer at this point. Um, I'm gonna say um, this is already a big conflict. What's like that? You donate blood and then they give you a beer. Yes. Or they give so you a ticket to have a beer. At they would get state. so they they held the event at the Jamesport Fire Department uh, just recently, like just like this past yesterday, as a matter of fact. And anyone over the age of 21 who donated blood to the New York Blood Center, which is one of the large, which is a nonprofit in the state of New York, they do a lot of work with the NYPD and the fire department for New York. Um, you got a free pint of beer from this brewery. Now, if you were under the age of 21, you got yourself uh, basically free food at McDonald's, basically. Um, but, but if you were. <laughs> 21 of age or older, you got yourself a free pint of beer from one of the local breweries in New York State. See, I'm <laughs> I'm really con- kind of conflicted about it because in the many times that I've donated blood, one of the first things that they tell me not to do is to not drink alcohol for 24 hours. So for them to be giving at, and and honestly, I mean let, let's let's be honest. I'm over 300 pounds. Um, drinking a drinking a beer after giving blood is not going to do much to me as much as it's going to do to somebody who's probably weighing about 140, 130. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, it's like they give you the American Red Cross gives that warning right off the jump when you give blood. Yeah. Don't drink alcohol for 24 hours. So it seems like it's a little sure weird. Find something, right? I, 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 would, I would certainly hope so, because I know again, I've never donated blood, but don't they generally try and give you some kind of uh, food or something after the fact to kind of build your iron well, level back up? Yeah, juice and cookies. Yeah. But yeah. but but even so, when you donate a pint of blood, you're gonna feel kind of loopy, lightheaded for at least a day or so. I would certainly hope that they would give a disclaimer, or maybe it's just like a little like a like a like a like a certificate saying entitled to one free pint of beer at Trade Winds Brewery in in such and such you know state city. Well, I haven't watched the actual video, but I really believe that. They gave a coupon that you could go and get a pint of beer I, another day. I, I would hope so. I would I'm certainly hope so. Yeah. In the videos, they I'm watching the video. I can't <clears> listen to it because it's on the show, but I don't see anybody drinking the pint of beer. So I'm guessing they gave a coupon out right. to go and get the beer and not actually drink it right there because that just seems like. Especially with the fire department being there, like all those EMTs, they're not going to be like, "Hey, drink this." Here, here, have have this New England IPA (laughs) after donating a pint of beer. Just don't, just just please don't pass out when you're in the process of drinking. Red Cross would give me beer. I mean, I go, I, I donate plasma, and I wish that they would just. I mean, it, it, 
it depends from person to person. I mean, ever since, you know, I was, you know, 18 back in the 60s, as I'm sure any of you are going to say <laughs> that shit, um, you know, giving giving blood back when I was in high school, that I would give blood and they were like, oh, no, 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 don't sit up too quick. You're, you're just like, no, dude, I got swim practice. I'm fine. I'll get up. Yeah. And I, I have always been the type of person where I am perfectly fine where I get when I give blood. But there are many people that are out there that will give blood. And the moment they even sit up from the table that they may pass out, it's going to it's going to vary from person to person. But even with that, they always say that to not drink alcohol, because now your body is too busy trying to produce blood to to compensate for that pint that's missing and that blood is going to help with making sure that you don't get drunk as fast and now that pint is gone and here you are drinking alcohol which um i mean if i guess if it's like a 2.3 3.2 or something light whatever but i mean hell they're, they're talking about giving you a pint of beer you that th- this brewery might be having to sit uh, a barrel age is sitting there. It's like 10, 10 and a half. And it's like, Oh yeah, no shit. That's a free one. I'm going to take the free one because if I'm getting free beer, I'm getting the most expensive fucking one that's up there because I don't want to have to pay that much. And if it's going to sit there at 10 and a half, Hey, it's fucking 10 and a half. And so let's be honest. They don't give just hand McDonald's to people either. They gave them a coupon true. for McDonald's. Yeah. So it's coupons. It's not like we're gonna. I I think it's brilliant, dude. I would give beer. I, I would give uh, blood more often if I could get beer instead of a. I mean, I have coolers and T-shirts and all kinds of stuff because. I mean, but, America Red Cross is doing what Amazon gift cards for for platelets now. Yeah. So I give that yeah. So I mean, if if there was if it, it's a coupon, hey, free beer. Head to this brewery get a beer, um, you know, a day later when you, you manufacture enough blood to, to compensate for what we just took from you, <laughs> I'm perfectly fine. And goddamn hey, it, so Nick, go give some damn blood. Since we're talking about that, hey, Supernatural, there is a Red Cross in Livonia. You could totally partner up with them. I'm just saying. Yeah, I have a feeling that if we tried to if if we tried to do that here in Michigan, the MLCC would shut it down so fast for free, probably or (laughs) token beer or whatever. Yeah, there's it all has to do with coupons. I'm telling you. Yeah, still someone has to buy the coupons. Like there's 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 always ways around things, but I have a feeling that there's going to be, uh, (laughs) um, yeah, there there would be some issues. Rob, what's your uh, your article? Um, so my article, it, it kind of changed. So we're going to kind of go through the beginnings of this and, and maybe talk about what, what has transpired from this week. But I, it, I, I was like sticking with the line this, this uh, last week of, you know, it was the best of times. It was the worst of modern times in that uh, last week, last Friday, um, San Diego based brewery, modern times uh, beer had closed four of their eight locations. Uh, so f- last Friday was the last day for the locations in Portland, Oregon, and then in, Colo- in Colorado, in California, uh, with the spots that are in Oakland, Santa Barbara, and Los Angeles. Uh, personally, I've had the pleasure, thankfully, back in last October uh, and 
um, yeah, back last October, both of them, um, that I got to visit both the Portland and the L.A. locations. Uh, and honestly, I was never disappointed in both the beer and the food selections. Uh, but now both of them are now closed, along with, um, again, the spots in Santa Barbara uh, and, and Oakland. Um, but kind of combining statements from, from Instagram and Modern Times blog, uh, they state, uh, it is a surreal and painful turn of events for us. And we realize that the suddenness of it puts many people we care about in very difficult positions. We arrived at this current moment as a result of the combination of factors. Four straight years of rapid, costly expansion, followed by an unforeseen and financially devastating global health crisis and an industry-wide decline in sales. Taken together, these factors have stretched our finances and company culture to a point that is simply no longer sustainable. We'll be turning our distribution and hospitality efforts back to Southern California and the Southwest as we do everything we can to step away from the opacity uh, and unanchored optimism of the past and build a smaller, smarter, and more focused and more equitable company for the future. Uh, while it is a path that we feel will lead to a renewed vision and new life for modern times, it doesn't make taking these drastic measures any less heartbreaking. Um, now, uh, last week, they were basically selling everything at 50% off as they were just kind of pushing through the, the final hours. Uh, there was some news that came out uh, just today that, that I saw an article today where they're now essentially looking for a, a buyer. Um, and they are the, the, the CEO uh, says that the company is looking for an investor or a potential buyer to put it back on sound financial footing. Um, what's very interesting about this is that, you know, while it sucks that the brewery, these locations are closing, um, what really kind of is bothersome is that this post that they were closing those locations came out with a week's notice, which I feel just kind of stings even more, uh, especially for the members that are out there who have frequented, frequented these locations. And suddenly, um, you guys have until Friday and, and, you know, I know that they, that modern times said that they are working with the members to work out some sort of, I don't want to call it a settlement agreement, but they're working on something with the members of those locations. But it, I, I guess to start with that portion, say you are a member of a brewery and you've paid membership dues for a year or you've paid for a lifetime um, and suddenly you get a Instagram message or an email that is telling you, we're closing in a week. How does that make you feel that, you know, obviously this brewery is, is come about hard times where they have to close. But the thing that really hits me is that you're giving me a week's notice that you're shutting down is for, for, for all of you. And I'm gonna start with Wendy on this one is the, the feeling of being told that you're shutting down in a week make you kind of feel like either they tried to do everything they could and it just happened to be shutting down in a week or that 
they really just procrastinated the shit out of the slowdown of the shutdown and just waited last minute to do it. <laughs> well, um, it wasn't a brewery, but it happened to us here locally with Ashley's. Oh. I was a mug club member at Ashley's. I was like a 10 year mug club member at Ashley's. I don't think 10 years was actually the total, but that was, that was um, my previous spot. I was hosting I mean, there. Uh, we, we've seen it happen that it, it does happen. Um, to be honest, I think if more of those mug club members or members were there, they wouldn't necessarily be going through this. I don't know what's causing them to shut down. Um, but I think that those members knew it was coming. You don't go from being amazing to shutting down in a week without people who are there on a regular basis knowing what's going on. Like, let's be honest, we were all at Ashley's when this happened. We knew that something was coming. Up. Yeah. So, and it made us sad, and we were there and did what we could to support him in the end. But I mean, we, we knew it was happening. Like you can still see it. You, you can only do so much yourself. So, I mean, yeah, it feels crappy, but that's kind of the chance you're taking by becoming a mug club member is saying, I support you and I want to make this happen for you. And I'm going to do what I can to help you. And, and Ashley's, yeah, that one for, for me, that, that still hits personally because that was, you know, one of the trivia spots that I hosted for three and a half years that, that I kind of put my life into and it, it shut down before I could even do anything. I, I, there was, there was nothing really I could do anyway, but it was really one of those spots where, you know, I got really attached to a lot of the people that were there and, and it that was sucked. the first place I ever met you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, with, with, with modern times, um, one of the, the issues that, you know, some people have, have pointed out that, you know, it's one of, you know, at the time it was one of the breweries that just kind of grew in just record numbers. Um, you know, they had two years of double digit growth in the years before where apparently it was about 38% in 2018, 22% in 2017. And some people have, um, you know, have made articles about the amount of money that they have spent to grow and, you know, being in San Diego to go out to all of these other locations to make uh, lo- to, to make other, you know, satellite locations that maybe they just spent too much money. And, you know, even with them having to do a crowdfunding uh, effort, which I think was in 2019, uh, that that they were doing some sort of crowdfunding uh, effort, which didn't help when 2020 hit, because we all know what happened in 2020. And they kind of overspent. So, I mean, with that, I mean, is it kind of their own fault? Well, I don't want to be that person, but um, they had some allegations against their company. There was that too. 
Did they lose employees? Did they lose people who are going to the company because of those allegations? Maybe that affected it. And I, I just, again, that's another reason why I think it's so important for companies to pay attention to how they're treating their employees and how they're treating the people around them. You know, people are mm-hmm. talking. I know so many people right now who are going and getting new jobs because they get to pick where they want to go now. Like they can decide, do I want to work for this company over yep. here or do I want to go over here where they're going to treat me right? And the companies that are treating people right, they're not having a problem finding people. The companies that aren't, they don't have anybody working for them. Yeah. It, it is about work environment. And, and, and uh, uh, what uh, Wendy and I are re- referring to is that uh, the CEO and, and founder, Jacob McKeenan, uh, McKean rather, uh, has stepped down uh, amid allegations of toxic work environments. And we're about a month plus with uh, the new CEO, Jennifer Briggs, who have taken over and has essentially, I, I don't know if this was a mainly her decision to close these four, four locations or this was a group decision, but you know, this is where we're at, where these locations have closed. Um, so, excuse me. So I'll actually, I'll check with Ken and see what, what his uh, idea is on this issue. <laughs> uh, I was trying to remember the name of the brewery that you have a, a lifetime mug club membership to Rob that doesn't exist anymore. That would be Glass House. Shout out to Kuma uh, because I believed in Kuma. I still believe in Kuma. And that was the main reason why I got the lifetime membership in that brewery. I still have the growler sitting in my dining room right now. And it it pisses me off probably as much as it pisses Kuma. The beer was not the problem. It was, from what I could gather, it felt like it was the owners were the problem. But you know, that's neither hard near here nor there. Townies in there right now that I know of. Um, but yeah, that was glass house. People in glass houses shouldn't throw shipwrecks or something. <laughs> um, uh, your beer got better. I mean, here's here's the thing with regards to craft beer rest the restaurant industry. I mean, you're gambling whenever you buy those types of uh products like lifetime memberships. So no matter what, you know, I, I think a lot of people in early times of modern times, you might be taking a gamble, but if you bought like a membership within the last year, year and a half, I mean, we had modern times on here just a year ago on our podcast and, you know, they were talking about expansion and how running like a multi-chain brewery, you know, I don't think they, they saw it, but we also had exhibit a on the show and they were talking about how, you know, when I think when they're ready to retire, they're just going to retire. They ain't going to sell it or anything like that. They're just going to be like, all right, we're done. So I think everyone has their own idea of what they want to do within the industry and their exit strategy. Um, so this might just be modern times exit strategy. They've been in the game for a long time and they see the, the issues that they were having publicly. And they're like, you know what? We don't need to bother with this anymore. We can just close up shop and end it. I think there's a lot of, um, 
you know, heartbreak, but if, if you're going to close, I mean, they're still doing production and stuff, right? They're just closing the brew pubs, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so modern times beer will still exist in some format and formula, but I don't know if it's going to, um, you know, if this is going to be just a, a stain or are beer people just going to forget about it in a year and continue to buy modern times beer. Maybe they just need time to reconfigure. I mean, that's that's true, you, too. They've like had the, stuff happen. They're trying to figure out what they're doing. Maybe the, they just need that, and they don't need all the extra baggage that came with the brew pubs to make that happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if they fi- find a buyer, then should they even care? Because, <laughs> I mean, there's... I would, I would say yes. I hope they would care. I don't. I don't think they're going to find a, a buyer unless it's a big name, and I don't know if a big name wants them for the price that they want to be bought. Right. Because according to this last article that I saw, that it says that um, prior to the crowdfunding raise in 2019, the valuation of Modern Times was 264 million dollars, and you know, it's still we're, we're still dealing with, uh, as it says in the article, the echo of the Ballast Point era, where you know that brewery was sold to Constellation for a billion in 2015. So there's still just kind of this reverberation of what what happened with Ballast Point. I I don't know, and of course we know we're, we're just coming off of Bell's being sold to um, a Lion. And which, you know, them owning New Belgium as well. And, you know, that wasn't reported as far as how much Bells was bought for. But compared to modern times and and their distribution, I would imagine it's going to be much less than what Bells is worth. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously a lot of people are going to be upset just because they put money into it. But that's what crowdfunding is i mean they i i've got and and i'll 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 be the first to call it out and like for me i was given an opportunity to um uh invest in metropolitan the beer that you drank and i decided not to and that was you know it's my money and it's not the fact that i don't believe in ashley fuck i believe in ashley oh hell yes Um, without a doubt but for me, like the, the money, the investment, the location, like if anybody's going to be able to do it, it's Ashley, but it's the restaurant industry slash, you know, a marketplace in a still up and coming area in Detroit. Um, I just, that's not where I would allocate my money currently. And I, I appreciated the opportunity because not everyone gets that opportunity. Um, and if mm-hmm. it was, if it, if you had me in 2020 in February of 2020, thousand percent would have put money in. <laughs> right. Um, but that's just kind of how the, the, the cookie crumbled and Ashley's going to fucking do a bomb ass job over there and he's going to kill it. Um, and I'm going to be kicking myself in a couple of years when, uh, all the money I could have been made, uh, you know, all the, all those unrealized gains are coming in for everyone else that got a chance to invest. Um, yeah, indeed. But, uh, that is, uh, going to do it for the news segment. Um, I appreciate everybody listening folks. Follow us on our TikTok. We're going to be playing a game after this, and uh, it's going to be posted on our TikTok and our Instagram. Uh, I think we're going to try it. 
Uh, but we're not going to try it live because I don't want people to see it if it's bad. <laughs> and by right. if it's bad, I mean if Nick does a bad job. Oh, damn. That's going to do a better on draft podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. No matter what you think of your beer, we think it's better on draft. Have a good night. Burning 18, the cottages. Peace.